Hey, if you're listening to this episode, hopefully I'm saying welcome back. And you're not just jumping in at episode 11. Um, I hope that this has been a, a smooth, good ride. Hopefully it's making sense and adding on to your understanding of scripture. Because for me, it's doing the same thing. You know, a lot of times people think the people saying the words already know these things or they've arrived. Not true. It's all a learning process and something new is revealed to me as I go through scripture that I've read a hundred times before in my life. And I hope it's the same for you. And even if it's your first time, just know it's an opportunity to, to learn more about God's word. And once again, to hear me and follow him. But I thank you for tuning in. I really do from the bottom of my heart. And uh, let's jump into it. I want to talk about the women today, the women of faith. Uh, Without the women, I'm telling you, Jesus and his disciples would have had a very, very rough time. He had a lot of good uh, women of faith on his team. I'm going to start out with just an example of just some of them in Matthew 9, because I want to key in on two specific women. But in Matthew 9, there was a woman who had bleeding for 12 years. And to paraphrase the story, they're in a crowd and, and this woman touches Jesus's garment because she believes in faith that if I could just touch his garment, I will be healed. Uh, different versions of that scripture go on in detail that this woman has spent so much money on physicians and nothing happened. And when she got healed, Jesus felt power going out for her. And he said to her, what? He said, woman, your faith has made you well. And another story in um, Luke 7 um, I think it's around verse 36 is where it starts. Luke 7, 36. But Jesus goes to have dinner at a Pharisee's house, I believe. And um, he's eating at the Pharisee's house. And there's a woman that comes up to him and and she's washing uh, his feet with her hair and also uh, with with her tears because the Pharisee did not give him any water or anything like that uh, to do that with. And so Jesus goes on to like talk about this lady. No name says this woman ever since I walked into your house. You know, she's washed my feet. You didn't give me any water. This woman has used her tears. And Jesus goes on to say, your sins are forgiven to the lady. And everybody looks around like, who is this? That, that you know, things that he can forgive even sins. Right. And um, he says to her again. Women, your faith has made you well. Just an example of some of the faithful women that you see in Jesus's time during his ministry. And uh, and in Luke uh, chapter eight, I'm going to read this verse two. Um, It says this. um, Well, I'm going to start with verse one. It says soon afterwards, he went throughout the cities and villages proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the 12 were with him. So he had started moving around now in his ministry, going from town to town. At a certain point, he'll appoint the 12 to go out and cast out demons. And he cast out the, then he sent out the 72 to go out to all the towns before he would get there to kind of get it ready for him. And uh, verse two says this. And also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. They were with him too. This was Mary called Magdalene from whom seven demons have gone out of. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Harold's household manager, and Susanna and many others who provided for them out of their means. So Jesus even had the wife of the manager of Herod, the Tetrarch. She supported him. So she's she's taking money and supporting him or supporting them, supporting him in whatever which way. Other ladies named Joanna. And we know Mary Magdalene because she's there later on 
in a story. So there's a lot of faithful women that really helped and accompanied uh, Jesus in those days. But I really want to key in on these two women specifically, and that is Mary and Martha. What's cool is, um, you know, the the girl who um, was washing Jesus's feet with her hair and, and using her tears and Jesus Christ looked to her and said, your sins are forgiven and said, your faith has made you well. Well, that turns out to be Mary and Martha is her sister. And so after Jesus sends out the, uh, the the 72 and they come back like, hey, we are casting out demons in your name. Jesus starts going to these towns. And one of the first towns that he stops in, a lady named Martha, Mary's sister, welcomes him into the house. Right. And to paraphrase that story, uh, Martha's like, hey, I'm serving alone. And here's Mary again. What's Mary doing? Like, she's not helping me serve. Jesus, tell her to help me serve. And Jesus responds to her like, Martha, you're anxious about a lot of things. But Mary, once again, is choosing the good thing. She is sitting by the feet of Jesus, which is a beautiful thing. So fast forward in the story, and that takes us to what I want to cover today. I hope that was a good intro and and not a lot. I always feel like it's a little loaded, like it's a little long and and over preface, but I just start rambling and and it just happens. Give me some feedback on that, y'all. Is that that a little too much? Should I get right into it? Um, Yeah, but what I want to cover today is if you have your Bible with you, open it up to John 11, John chapter 11. And see, there was a guy and this starts to give more detail and even more context about Mary and Martha because Mary and Martha actually had a brother and his name was Lazarus of Bethany. So, okay, now we know that Mary and Martha had a brother named Lazarus and they were in a town named Bethany and Bethany happens to be only two miles away from Jerusalem. So Bethany is in Judea, the place where they were going to stone him if he showed up. But when he heard the news, Jesus did something strange. He waited two days before he made his way down there to Bethany. But he finally um, says, hey, come on, guys, let's get up and let's go to Bethany. When Martha heard this, she got up out of the house and quickly went to go meet Jesus. And their interaction starts here on... I believe it is chapter 11, verse 21. Yes, Martha said to Jesus, "Uh, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her in verse 23, your brother will rise again. And in verse 24, Martha says this to him. I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. So that gives you a clue that Martha and Mary and Lazarus are Pharisees because the Sadducees don't believe in the resurrection. So Martha does believe that her brother will rise again, but she is looking already on the last day of of, of a resurrection. But in verse 25, Jesus says this to her. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she said to him in verse 27, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the son of God who is coming into the world. I mean, such faith. I mean, what she says here 
is what Peter, the disciple, basically says. And that was revealed to Peter by God himself. And that's revealed to a woman of faith here like Martha. Although she believes in what she believes as a Pharisee, that the resurrection is coming. And Jesus reveals to her that he is the resurrection and the life. The same for her as the same for us today. Thank God and thank God for the faith of Martha. But after Martha hears this, you know, she runs back to the house because Lazarus is dead. You know, and Jesus has waited two days. And so Martha runs back and tells Mary. The same Mary who had washed his feet, sins forgiven. The same Mary that stood at the feet of the teacher when she prayed, when he was there teaching in a house and chose the better thing. So when Mary heard this, of course, she got up quick and ran to Jesus. And as soon as she ran to Jesus, she kind of said the exact same thing. And this is on verse 32 where I'm picking up at John eleven thirty-two, And then Mary said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And when she ran out of the house, many of the Jews who had came from like Jerusalem and the surrounding area for basically the funeral to help them mourn and such ran out with her. And then when she said that to Jesus, she just stood there crying. And the other Jews that came with her were crying as well. And Jesus was moved and said, where have you laid him. And it gives us a famous scripture in uh, John eleven thirty five, the shortest scripture in, in, uh, um, in the whole Bible. Uh, John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. He saw Mary, the, the same unnamed woman who had washed his, washed his hair by his feet. He even says that Jesus loved them. The same Mary who was sitting down by his feet at the house, listening to his teachings previously when he saw her weeping and all the Jews that came with her weeping again seeing her faith he wept as well in verse 35 and he was going to perform an act not just for Mary and um and Martha and for Lazarus's sake but for the disciples sake and for everybody else around sake so they can see that he is the resurrection and he is life but the faith of these women, I'm telling you, this was not their first encounter with Jesus. But every time that they met with him, whether it was Martha through her service, she might have been anxious at a lot of things. And Mary, with her faithfulness to be by his feet, weeping and washing his feet or always listening to the teachings of Jesus, their faithfulness is key and parallel in helping the whole entire region, I guarantee you, of Bethany. It's going to make a division. A lot are going to see and believe, and a lot are going to see and not want to believe. But their faithfulness, man, is something to be commanded. A, a, lot, of, uh, a lot of men that you see try to question Jesus and try to get him in a gotcha game, but not these women. And hey, you know what? I'm not even going to I was going to start getting all into the faithfulness of my wife, but I'm not going to go there. That's going to be for her to speak of in a, in a future episode. But may we may we have the faith of these women. And Lord, at the end of it, I say, please increase our faith that in the moments that when things are hard and you see us weeping, you weep with us and let us be the people who mourn with the people who are mourning. And let's rejoice with the people who are rejoicing. You know, the Bible says this, man. Scripture says this. They will know us by what? Not by our clothing or where we attended. 
I'm not even going to complete the scripture. You need to look that up if you don't know it. They will know us by what? And that's why Jesus wept. He loved these women. He loves us. He has such compassion on us. But do we believe? Do we believe? And in the next episode, I'm going to follow up with what he does because he loves Mary and Martha, women in the Bible who show great faith. I always love to end with this. Hear me. Follow him. God is good. Amen.